And you're in Helderberg FM. I'm always so excited to speak to the incredible Peter Goffwood. How are you? You look so relaxed there. Hey, honey. No, I'm having a fabulous time. I've got a day off today. A day so, off. Uh, just chilling in Hart Bay. Mm. So, all good. Yeah. Oh, how lovely. And um, listen, how are things going with uh, with your cooking and your your chefing with this load shedding? <laughs> Do you have a gas stove? I have to say, mm. how anybody survives these days is is beyond me. It's. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm very very fortunate. The restaurant I'm involved in. We're in a center that has uh, has a has generation uh, um, uh, a generator, so mm. we're we have not been affected by it. But I, I just don't understand how our businesses these days can actually survive mm. when you've got you know up to eight hours a day of no yeah. power. I mean, how how do you make a plan? You know, I don't know. I some friends, mm. I have some friends in the Hout Bay who are potters, ceramicists, mm. and they just they can't make a living. You know, they have to turn their urn off an hour before before load shedding, and it takes an hour after load shedding to heat back up again. So they are now yes. become crazy nocturnal animals that no one ever sees anymore because they've got to adjust their lifestyle mm-hmm. around when they can actually use their kilns. It's craziness. And it's strange how it affects people in a different way. I, I, I think it's yeah. affecting my sleep tremendously because I'm going, wait, I've got to get my work done, you know, as a, as a, as a writer, and then... Do yeah. I do it in the evenings or? But especially for your friends, for that's a that's a terrible thing, you know, because yeah. you need that energy. But now, Mr. Goffwood, you are a clever, creative gentleman. What do you suggest? And I'm looking for things that are not too expensive. You know, okay. how do you well, dish there's a, up? There's a number of baked beans would be a good start. Okay. Yeah. Now there are there are a number of things you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple of interesting ideas actually based on some stuff that we've done in um, uh, basically in, um, in in Ultimate Prime Master. We've had to use some interesting challenges, um, and some of them actually work quite nicely when it comes to load shedding. Mm. But obviously, bra is the, is the most obvious. My solution to everything is braing. Yes. Um, when it comes to cooking during load shedding, but I mean, obviously. You, it, it, you're sometimes limited on what you can and can't heat on the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I would say the other thing is using something like a weaver, so that you can something you can put a lid on, so you can actually bake. Mm-hmm. And we last uh, when was it last year? Was it last year? Two years ago, um, my stove broke, and I had to make hot cross buns in a in a braai. So it, you can pretty hot much bake cross buns in a braai. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it can be done. It can be done. And the other thing which is cool to do, if you think about is something you need an oven for, is we do a thing on Brahmaster. We have what's known as a cussy, which mm. is basically one of those, um, uh, what is it? I think it's a 25-liter paint tins. Mm. So what you do is get yourself one of those. You, you obviously got to clean. You can actually buy them without painting them from, from hardware stores. Yes. It costs next to nothing. And so all you do is, you, if it does have any paint on it, you can burn it off um, on the outside. And then you just take a, find yourself a little small uh, a grid. Usually um, the little grids that fit on those, you know those little TV um, grills? Mm-hmm. There's like a little, uh, little pan with a little grid in it. A grill of that size will fit inside. If you lay that paint tin on its side mm-hmm. and you put the grid in, it'll, it'll fit in, sort of wedge in like a third way up the... And by basically what you do, you can either put coals inside of that cussy or you put that whole cussy into the coals itself. And it actually forms like a little oven. So you can bake bread, you wow. can bake cakes, you can braise things for long periods of time. 
in a 25-litre paint tin. That is an incredible tip. I'm going to try it. Just take the tip. They go, but that's such a good idea. Mm, Give me another one. There's another one. Another one is to cook meat in a cooler box. No. If you think of it. Yeah, well, if you think about it, cooler box is an insulated chamber. Mm -hmm. So it's like a thermos flask. It's as good at keeping things cold as it is keeping things hot. So... To, to if you if you want to cook a steak for example mm-hmm. you can cook a big sort of nice thick cut t-bone like an 850 gram t-bone in a, a cooler box full of boiling water so what you do is you get your cooler box you need a cooler box and you need a thermometer because um, okay. you want you want the, the the water temperature to be at about 70 degrees because obviously if it's boiling it's it's going to overcook so what you do is you take your piece of meat you season it you put it into a ziploc bag mm-hmm. Um, and then don't close the Ziploc bag completely because you want to get the air out. So Ziploc it till you've got the last little sort of centimeter open and then slowly submerge your bag with your meat into your cooler box and all the air will come out and you'll have a nice sort of a nice uh, vacuum fit. Mm-hmm. And then you leave it in there for, for an hour or two. I mean, basically... Peter, I'm going to try this, all right? I'm going to try this because I can hardly believe it. Of this. Mm. So, so, so it's, it's based on a, on, a, on, a, on a scientific cooking method called sous vide, which mm. is whereby you control the temperature of something. So the, the science behind it is that the internal temperature of the meat for, say, a medium steak is 60 degrees. Okay. Now, conventional wisdom is we put that into either a roaring hot fire or a 300 or 250 degree oven, and it gets to internal temperature of 60 very, very quickly. If you submerge it into 60 degree water, Mm. Eventually, if you leave it there long enough, it will get to 60 degrees internally and you'll have a perfectly cooked medium steak. That's All amazing. you need to do is, mm. and the beauty of it is, mm. if you, and this is where it works for load shedding, if, if you get your temperature at 60 degrees, it can't go above 60 degrees. Mm. So you can leave the steak in there for as long as the water is warm. So the whole idea is now I've got two hours of load shedding ahead of us. Mm-hmm. We drop our steak into our cooler box. And when the lights come back on in two hours' time, we take our now cooked oh. and warmed steak. And then you can finish it in a pan or put it on the brine. and you give it a nice bit of crust. Put it into on, in a skillet um, or, or just throw it on, on the fire and give it a nice caramelized crust. But it'll stay in the cooler box for as long as you want it to. That's fantastic so advice. Did hours, you ever think you, we'd be having this conversation about how to cook without oh, no, it's crazy. Listen, can... This is the beauty of, of, doing, uh, of doing things like Ultimate Prime Masters. You learn mm. these things. There is a third one which you can do, and this is the best thing is when you're driving home, is you can cook on the engine block of your car. <laughs> I wanted to ask if you can make an egg on your bonnet. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Well, in yesterday's heat, you probably could have. No, no, no. You literally can cook a, a, a roast chicken. You can cook anything on the on the on the on the on the, the manifold of your car. I can't um, believe that. Uh, we we did one challenge one year, but it was that was um, cooking a short rib of beef, which takes a long time to cook, and it was a seven-hour drive. You yes. literally put all your aromatics and, and, and cooking liquid stock, the tins of tomatoes, in with the, some chopped meat, some stewed meat, some stewing meat. Um, it's actually best with chicken because obviously it cooks quicker. Put chicken pieces, some uh, white wine, uh, tins of tomatoes, a bit of garlic, a bit yeah. of rosemary. Put it into a sealed, um, uh, one of those like a, 
foil tin foil containers, yes. those takeaway containers, and 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 strap it to the, the engine block. And by the time you get home of an hour in the traffic, your chicken will be cooked, and you will have a chicken stew ready to devour when you pull into the pull into the into the driveway. Well, I was on the N two yesterday morning, so I think mine would have been very well done. Um, so that that's yeah, actually exactly. it probably would have been burned to a crisp. Yeah. Well, the longer you drive, the more ambitious you can be about making maybe using lamb shoulder. You know, something that needs I can't to be a little bit believe longer. We... Obviously, it always needs to be cooked in liquid. But we should have done this before. This is amazing. I know. There's an actual cookbook. Yes. There's a cookbook mm. called, and you, you can probably download it. It's called The Manifold of Destiny. The Manifold of Destiny. an entire cookbook on recipes you can cook of destiny. And it's all about cooking on the manifold. And it's it's a whole recipe book full of recipes to cook in your car. So when people car, stop on the N2, they're going to check. Oh, no, you can't stop on the N2. But it would be great yeah. just to check if your chicken's doing well. Yeah, just to, to, see just to, just to yeah. season it. That is, I think this is incredible advice. <laughs> but now I've got a problem before we go. Dessert. Okay. Okay, what Dessert. are we going to? I'm pushing so, it now. No, no, no. Okay. Obviously, there's only one dessert this week because mm. on the 27th of February, it was National Milk Tart Day. Milk so, Tart Day. Oh, yeah, yes. Love that. We have a national day, mm. the 27th of February. Um, milk Tart has its own day. So that's obviously the, the dessert of this week, which you can bake in a cussie. Okay. You know, there's, there's, two, there's two, I mean, it's like the world is divided into two types of people. Okay. Those who like a baked milk tart and those who like a fridge milk tart. So, um. <laughs> I'm glad you're simplifying it for us all. Yeah. What kind of person are you? Are you one of those that, are, that lean bake, both ways? I'm more of a baked kind of guy. Okay. I, I find that, that that you can get a lighter custard mm. um, if you bake it than if you than if you cook the custard out. So basically, the difference between the two is both both you cook in a pastry uh, in a in a pastry base that's blind baked mm-hmm. um if you're using the short crust if you're using puff pastry base you don't need to blind bake it but so so basically for the for the for the non-baked one is you cook out the custard on the stovetop your eggs your milk your cinnamon your flour and you cook it into a thick custard mm-hmm. and then you pour it into your your your, your tart base dust it with your cinnamon and then you let it go cold and set okay the other one is the baked one. Now, the baked one, reason it's often lighter even though it's baked is because you can make the custard base out. So you'll separate your eggs, so your eggs, your yolks, and your, and, and your whites. You can cook the custard on the stovetop with, um, with, uh, uh, with the egg yolks, and then you whip up, whip up the egg whites and you fold that into the custard and then bake that. So what you end up with is a much lighter custard mm-hmm. if you bake it and if you, if you use the egg whites to fold it. That sounds delicious. Mm. But milk tart is such a South African thing, isn't it? It is, yes. Do you know a bit about it the is. history apparently, of milk tart? It's, yeah, look, apparently it's been, it's been with us since... Well, it, it, it comes from a, from, a, from, a, from a Dutch recipe. It's mm. a derivative of a Dutch recipe that the, 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 the Dutch uh, dairy farmers adapted yeah. in, in the Western Cape in the, 17, in the 17th century. Um, Amazing, uh, because that—that's why we know. Because traditionally, it's it's cooked with cream and a lot more eggs, mm. and this one is a more milk-based than a traditional. And if you look at the recipe for uh, pastes de nata or English uh, custard tart, mm. the, the the 
This one is much more milkier based than that. We realize it's for derivative from the Dutch dairy farmers. You're making me hungry. Um, Stop it. Every time I talk to you, I've got to run and go buy something. So, <laughs> Peter, it, I'm going to cook my chicken tomorrow in my car. Yes. Right. And then I'm going to Brilliant. cook meat in my cooler box. Yep. And I'm going to go and get a paint um, th- a thingy, a tin. Yeah. I'm going to put that um, yeah. and I'm going to cook some bread. And uh, milk yeah. tart, I'll leave for another day. And um, <laughs> um, because I, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just fascinated by our talk today. Really. No, it's all worth a try. And this is all doable stuff. This is all tried and tried. In fact, most of these kind of uh, cooking in the cooler box, that kind of stuff, you, you can go online. There are YouTube videos showing you how to do it. So it's not a, it's not a, some bizarre it's a it's a common a common practice. But we didn't think about it before, you see, because we weren't no, no, we actually didn't. in the space to think about it. But I hope you give more and more tips every week regarding this do. matter. Is there any inspiring words you want to give our restaurateurs who have no directors, <laughs> Mr. Goffwood? Uh, yeah, look, I think it's not so much the restaurateurs; it's to the public. You know, yes. Be- you know, yes, you're right. Be patient. Be patient. You know, um, you know, it's it's. And, and you have to accept that they're, you know, restaurants will try and stay open, but there are certain things they cannot do. You know, oh. you know when you need a, an industrial deep fryer to cook chips and things like that, it's just not possible to do. Baking bread is difficult. You know, so so sometimes you may go to a restaurant that has a limited load shedding offering because oh. they know they can guarantee it because they're cooking on gas. So just be a little for more forgiving. Be nice, is what she's saying, Peter Goffwood. Yes, Listen, it was absolutely brilliant chatting to you on Pinch of Salt. Thank you for your wonderful tips. I hope that you bake as many milk tarts so we don't have to bake them and can purchase them from you. <laughs> <laughs> have a glorious, inspiring weekend. Fantastic, Hanley, and to you and the listeners, until we chat again next week, may the sauce be with you. May the, may the milk tarts be with you. And and goodbye. <laughs> that was the incredible Peter Goffwood with Pinch of Saltier on Hilderberg FM.